Welcome to That's Good Sports. I am Brandon. I once bribed Roger Goodell, and he still snubbed my request to become president of the NFL Network, Perna. I guess when Goodell says he can be bought for a fancy feast, 48 cans of cat food was not what he had in mind. Now the most overhyped, overrated honor is a Pro Bowl selection. It's a flawed system, but an important metric for retired players and their Hall of Fame chances. Now an example of its flaw is the Ravens with their 12 Pro Bowl nods. If they go to the Super Bowl, will open the door for 12 guys in the AFC to call themselves Pro Bowlers. They are Pro Bowlers because a team they didn't play on went to the Super Bowl. That's like if Scott Van Pelt and Andrew Siciliano don't show up to accept their Emmy, then it goes to me, the third best sports anchor on earth. (sighs) Sad that I believe that. Every single fan base is sitting here right now thinking about two to three guys on their team that they love that they know deserve the honor. Like Raiders rookie Josh Jacobs. People in Oakland know his Pro Bowl competitive stats are only half the story. The guy played with a broken shoulder for a third of the season. Or the fact that rookie edge rusher Josh Allen down in Jacksonville has made it through an entire season without being fined by Tom Coughlin, which is harder than the 10 sacks he accumulated on the field. And after the NFLPA had to tell Shaid Khan what was going on within his own organization, that Tom Coughlin was trying to steal all of the players' hard-earned game checks, Tom Coughlin has been let go in Jacksonville. Nobody jags off on my players but me, Shahid Khan. Khan really had no choice once he learned that 25% of all league complaints were about his Jacksonville Jaguars. So, even though it doesn't matter, I wanted to talk about some of the guys who I think have played at a Pro Bowl level today. That's good. (laughs) This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football, that's good. The biggest, and I mean biggest snub, is Ryan Fitzpatrick. The fact that he's still alive in Miami and has more touchdown passes than interceptions and is the team's leading rusher makes him at the very least a homeless version of Lamar Jackson. The Dolphins were the only team with zero pro bowlers, by the way. Tom Brady, not a snub, but do you think I'm not going to mention this? This justice of him not getting into the Pro Bowl? This justice like Brendan Dassey finally being exonerated? Brady has 21 touchdowns, 7 picks, and a very pedestrian 6.5 yards per attempt to go with 60% completion. He did not earn a Pro Bowl bid, and I'm glad he didn't get one, because God only knows he wouldn't have gone anyway. But some real QB snubs, Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. Right now, the NFC is sending Russell Wilson, Drew Brees, and Aaron Rodgers to the Pro Bowl. It's really hard to argue with that list, and even though many people are saying Aaron Rodgers doesn't deserve it this year, may I remind you, like Brees and Wilson, the Packers do have 11 wins. Aaron Rodgers has had a revolving door at receiver and still managed 24 touchdowns to just two interceptions. And if I'm honest, I don't think Dak actually deserves a Pro Bowl nod this season. Hate to piss you off, Cowboys fans. Statistically, he's been great, but with just seven wins in a historically shitty division, 
Come on. He's doing everything right except winning, which is like super important for quarterbacks. Dak has thrown for many yards. He's number two with 4,334 sandwiched between Phillip Rivers and Jameis Winston. So what does that tell you about yards? They're an unreliable metric because no one converts them back from meters after teams play in London. The top five QBs for yards this season, Winston, Prescott, Rivers, Goff, and Matt Ryan. Kirk Cousins, on the other hand, is a big snub. Unlike Dak, he's got the wins, the third highest QB rating in the NFL at 111.1 for quarterbacks with at least 300 attempts. Ryan Tannehill actually has the highest QB rating, but is under the 300 attempts. Tannehill should be considered for comeback player of the year, maybe. Cousins' season has been even more impressive when you factor in that he's been without his most reliable receiving target in Adam Thielen for roughly half the year. Cousins, snub. Miles Garrett should have been voted to the Pro Bowl for best use of a football helmet in an improv situation. Plus, he had 10 sacks after just 10 games. He still has more sacks than Pro Bowler Nick Bosa, and he hasn't played since November 14th. Snubbed. Broncos safety, Justin Simmons, snubbed. Not at all surprising. But what can you say? Justin Simmons has four interceptions, 59 solo tackles, and quarterbacks have a passer rating of 29.5 when they target him in coverage. Per Pro Football Focus, Earl Thomas is weaker in all of those categories but in the Pro Bowl. The problem is when you're on a losing team, it is really hard to get into the Pro Bowl. And what sucks is for fans who watch their losing teams lose week after week, we get excited about the bright spots in our dark, miserable lives. Justin Simmons, one of those bright spots on the Broncos team, and I know there are players like that all over the league. And a Pro Bowl would be a nice way for us to feel better about ourselves. This has nothing to do with the players. This is about us. Then you have the Smith brothers in Green Bay. Uh, they don't make sense to be snubbed other than they are having to share sacks like a Mormon wife. Also, having the same last name on the same team playing the same position has to be confusing for voters. Zadarius and Preston have combined for over 20 sacks and should be invited to the Pro Bowl if they agree to share a hotel room. They are both great, but the guys ahead of them in Shaq Barrett and Chandler Jones are having career years. You could argue Khalil Mack is not having a Pro Bowl season. Zadarius Smith has more sacks than him, uh, 10 to 7, more QB hits, 19 to 7, but Mack has four forced fumbles per pro football focus. So again, whatever. Snubbed. Darren Waller. I'm not saying Ravens tight end Mark Andrews doesn't deserve to be in the Pro Bowl. He does. His eight touchdowns, 58 receptions, 759 receiving yards are all very impressive. Plus, he was on Will Keys in my list of guys to watch this season. Sleepers in fantasy, if you will. And if you make me look correct, you are a Pro Bowler in my heart. But Andrews has a quarterback performing at an ungodly level this year. He's got 11 other guys on his team who will be declining to go to the Pro Bowl when the Ravens have to play in the Super Bowl. Darren Waller broke the thousand yard mark on the Raiders roster with Derek Carr throwing him the ball. He only has three touchdowns though because Derek Carr is a dick and throws the ball to their other tight end after Waller gets them into the red zone. Don't believe me? The island of Foster Moreau has five touchdowns on just 174 yards. I like Waller, I respect his story, and I think he deserves a nod, which he will get when Mark Andrews can't go, unless Darren Fells snakes him with his seven receiving touchdowns this year. Now wide receivers, there's quite a few here. Uh, some that stood out to me, DJ Moore, Julian Edelman, 
and that pains me to say, Cortland Sutton, Kenny Galladay. DJ Moore's biggest crime, besides playing for the losing Panthers, is being in the NFC, where Michael Thomas has over 1,500 receiving yards and is 11 catches away from breaking Marvin Harrison's single-season reception record. Julio Jones is just always Julio Jones, and the NFL made the grave mistake of letting two Buccaneer wideouts into the Pro Bowl when we know it was Jameis Winston that did all of the heavy lifting there. Pretty easy to get over a 1,000 receiving yards if your quarterback is going to throw you the ball no matter what circumstance occur. Jameis, why'd you keep throwing into triple coverage? Your four interceptions would tell you to stop throwing into triple coverage. Yeah, well, I just wanted to keep giving Chris Godwin a chance. And he had two catches for 600 yards in today's game. So you tell me who did the wrong thing. Kenny Galladay, also a victim of playing for a shitty team in a crowded NFC. He leads the league with 10 receiving touchdowns and is averaging a staggering 18.8 yards per catch. The only other receivers with higher averages per catch who also have more than 40 receptions this season are AJ Brown and Mike Williams. And like Cortland Sutton, Galladay is on his third quarterback this season. None of which were Teddy Bridgewater, people. Sutton and Galladay should be in the Pro Bowl for doing the most with the least. And then you have Austin Eckler. He got done dirty because he plays for the Chargers. Keenan Allen got in, and yet Eckler has three more receiving touchdowns than Keenan Allen. Eight receiving TDs, five rushing TDs for Eckler with 1,392 total yards on the season. Plus, he played college ball in Colorado, so he's always going to get my vote. Jalen Ramsey has been voted to the Pro Bowl, and he's not even the best corner on his own fucking team right now. That's one Troy Hill. Hill's allowing a passer rating of 54.7, which is fifth best in the league. Ramsey is allowing a 107 QB rating when targeted. Cardinal safety Buda Baker has a ton of tackles this season with 125 combined, which is insane for a safety. Very insane. But it's hard to say he's more deserving than, say, Saints safety Marcus Williams, who has four picks, second most in the NFC, or the biggest safety snub Anthony Harris, Viking safety with five picks. Snubbed. Now, I could go on and on, but I won't because I have decided that I have said enough. XFL Commissioner Oliver Luck stated that quarterback Johnny Manziel isn't good enough for the XFL. This isn't terribly surprising, considering he wasn't good enough for the NFL, he wasn't good enough for the CFL, and he wasn't good enough for the AAF either. In fact, he was so bad, the AAF had to fold. That's the only reason. Based on the length of Oliver Luck's neck, expect him to do everything in his power to get Mike Glennon in the league as soon as possible. And here are a couple surprising stats. Stat one, Josh Allen actually has more rushing touchdowns than Lamar Jackson this season. Allen has nine, nine rushing touchdowns. Lamar Jackson's tied with Deshaun Watson at seven and rookie Kyler Murray has four. One touchdown for every foot, he is tall. Stat two, Lamar Jackson became the first player ever to throw for more than 30 touchdowns and rush for more than a thousand yards in a season. ESPN also pointed out 649 players have rushed for 1,000 yards and 124 have thrown for more than 30 touchdowns. So Lamar is all alone at the top of the statistical crossover mountain. His five Offensive Player of the Week awards are tied for the most with Tom Brady and Cam Newton. And if you think about it, if you combine Tom Brady and Cam Newton, no, you don't get Lamar Jackson, but you get 
The world's most annoying steampunk villain we have ever seen. Look, Lamar's gonna be the MVP by a wide margin, but that's also contradictory to the fact that the Ravens had the most Pro Bowlers. I mean, come on, even their long snapper is in the Pro Bowl? Show me a fan that can tell you the difference between long snappers. You know what they say about long snappers? They all look the same from behind. Mm, boy, do they. Thanks for watching another episode of That's Good Sports. Here's a heads up. I may be getting sick right now. Something terrible is consuming me. So if I miss the podcast and a video coming up, that is why. Not guaranteeing you that I'm getting sick, but it feels like it. And I just want to give you a heads up. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good.